At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. Joe Ovius is on spring break. Took his fam on a trip on spring break. My wife wishes, wishes that I took her on a anything but being at the house with all three kids. Yeah. Anthony, you've got young kids. So Joe's kids are, are a little bit older now. My kids are in high school. Like, my oldest son went on actual spring break. Went to the beach with his friends. Like, I, I'm not going to see him this week. Like, it's Florida? His birth- Where's he going? Uh, out, went to uh, Emerald Isle, I think. Do you trust him? Why not? He's 18. This okay. week he turns 18. We all have to go out and make some mistakes before we make big mistakes. Right, Anthony? Send Things it, you Kurt. and I learned. <laughs> Things you and I learned. Send it. I like that. <laughs> all right. So that's what's happening. But you have younger kids. None of them are in school, though. Uh, no, we have one kindergartner. Kindergartner. Okay. Six, Huge. four, two. We are in Six, the four, throes two. of it. This yes, is, you are. This is it. Ooh, it. Yeah. March Madness all the time. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's, it's speaking of March Madness, we just saw UConn win their fifth title in the last 25 years. Okay? Now, I would think Danny Hurley's got that thing running hot, right? You would think, well, the betting favorite for next year is going to be UConn, what we just saw. 100%. So what, that's not true, though. So what does Vegas know that we don't know? Vegas, I get these uh, odds sent to me today from my man Jimmy Shapiro. The betting favorite next year is not Duke at 12 to 1. Now, Duke, we know Duke is going to have Mark Mitchell back. We know Duke is going to have Tyrese Proctor back. Haven't heard yet on Kyle Filipowski. But for the most part, we know kind of sort of what Duke's going to look like next year. 12 to 1. Makes sense. Purdue, working under the assumption that Zach Eady does come back. Okay, I get it. He's this monster. They had young guards this year. We know how they flamed out in the tournament. Hang on, hang on, hang on. How are they anywhere on this list? I mean, at this point, a Matt Painter coach team should be on the bottom 20 every year, no matter what. So Matt Painter, Purdue, 12-1, based on Edie and those young guards coming back, right? Again, kind of a traditional sense of knowing. Number one on this list is not UConn, the national champions, who are 14-1. to Number one on this list is Kentucky. 11 to 1. Now, not a significant difference between Duke, Purdue, and Kentucky, but still the betting favorite is the Kentucky Wildcats, which makes me wonder what exactly does Vegas know that we don't know? Because as I like to say, Anthony, there are times when you get information and you go, okay, that's cool, but that's not real money. Vegas is real money, these are real odds. Can we find the people who are betting on Purdue and interview them? I want to get a podcast on this right away. Let's round them up, get in the room. Who believes in Matt Painter at all? You just want to ever. Sh- you just want to show them all. Give of me Purdue's all of first, you. A montage of Purdue's first round exits. What is going on? No, an NCAA flameouts. Oh Tony no. Bennett couldn't be happier by this, but yes. Well, you know that Virginia probably sent a note to Matt Painter that says, "Okay, you're due." You lost to a 16 that the rules are <laughs> the very next year you're going to win the championship. So maybe that's what the thought process is on Purdue. I, 
I, I hope so. I hope there's something for him. But we all, I know Matt Painter. You know Matt Painter. I've watched him for years lose with superior talent. No chance. If you made me pick a team right now, I think I would just, – just to put money on, I would say UConn. Fine. 14-1. How about your Tar Heels, Anthony? Your UNC Ooh. grad, they have some roster turnover, but they, the two people that we do know who will be there are Monte Baycott, R.J. Davis. I, I saw They're, 22, right? Yep, 22, 22 to 1. So if, if you're new to gambling, you don't know what it means. 22 to 1 means if you bet $100, that would be $2,200 that you'd get back, which is a nice little – that's a nice little profit. That's a good return. Absolutely. So – what do you think of Carolina's number at 22? As a guy who had Carolina last year at this time, my, my first number, I think, was 12 to 1, and then I got another one at like 11 to 1. Ooh. Ate those. Oh. Ate them. Oh, that's bad. I know. Joe, that's rough. But I, I appreciate the, uh, this, the positive sentiment from the state fan in you to come over to my side of the street. We, we welcome anybody. We, we'll take them all in. No, I, do you listen, really? I. I I do, yeah. Come on over. You come might, on over and hang not, out. Not the rest nah, of not the people. rest of them. They, they get crazy. The rest of them are nuts. But those are the same guys. Let's fire Hubert Davis tomorrow, and they're they're, they're crazy. We don't. We, let's not talk about them. Okay. I you think, want to talk about the more sensible Carolina fans? Yes. Okay. This team better come out with a fire next year, and if they do, with they do, they're they could they could win a bunch of games. Armando and RJ together can win a bunch of games. Give me a couple guys around him. I might be in the minority, but I think that uh, Leaky leaving is maybe a good thing. Maybe Leaky opens up minutes for somebody else on that bench. Maybe there's someone hiding. But uh, the, I think the pressure crushed that squad. Yeah, and, and Caleb leaving, uh, I wish him well wherever he goes. But I don't need to see him again in Carolina. I'm good for a while. I'll You'll always remember, remember him as the guy who made the shot, shot over Mark Williams, right? Yes, that shot. Okay. Yeah, of course. As you should be. That's how he should be yes. remembered. Yes. Positive. But they have a shot. Maybe shorten the bench. Maybe find some other guys. Maybe they're hungry. Maybe they just needed to get kicked in the rear end and, and everyone's going to come to practice and work out. Maybe that's what they needed. I'm good with it. But, you know. Speaking of Carolina, though, and Caleb Love, uh, I said when he made the decision, I was encouraged by the number of Carolina fans who were like, wish him well. You know, it's time to move on. I, I think that was probably the conversation that he had with Hubert Davis. We had Wes Durham on this program, and Wes was like, oh, the rumor is he's going to Kansas. And I was like, listen, mm -mm. I'm not going to speak ill of Caleb Love. I'm just going to tell you he is not tough enough to play for Bill Self. It's, no. it's not a style. It's not a fit. That doesn't mean he can't be a productive college basketball player. I actually said that day with no information other than knowing that he's from St. Louis. I said, Missouri is an SEC team that plays at a high pace. They take a lot of shots. They're a guard-based team. It makes a lot of sense. And he's obviously from the state makes a lot of sense to go for him to go play there. Lo and behold, there's an NIL contest now between Missouri and Michigan to see who lands Caleb Love. I like the Michigan rumor for him. I think Michigan's a good place. I mean, he's got plenty of playing time up there. Everyone seems to be getting out of there. It'd be interesting to see what Hunter Dickinson does. I was going to say, I would Where's like Hunter Michigan going? a lot better with Hunter Dickinson. <laughs> I'd like UNC a lot better with Hunter, too. Let's go Twin well, Towers. Come on. I was going to say, they come can't down. because of Baycott. I kind of made your towers. choice there. Come on. They're not going to go. Roy's not coming back. They're not going back to two bigs. No, let me say this, though. UNC needs to bring back the fast-paced offense. What Roy ran for years, push the ball down the court, get it out of the rim, whether it's a score or it's a miss, and run down the court. UNC took it. They took the pace down way too much. Go run the court. Get easy hoops. 
Two more teams on the uh, list of odds. Now, these are the to win the 2024 NCAA tournament. Joe and I bemoan the fact that there were people out there putting out the way too early top 25 for college basketball without knowing what any of these rosters will look like. Sure. But here we are with betting odds to win next year's tournament. Kentucky, your betting favorite, 11-1. to Duke and Purdue next, 12-1. to UConn, who I think you and I would agree would be the one if we were out of window right now in Vegas, we'd 100%. walk up and put $100 on. And then UNC at 22 to 1 is kind of interesting because they're an unfinished book, right? Like if they add the right shooters to that team, that could be some great value. Here's some value, and I, and I might need you to talk me out of it. I got two of them. You ready? Give it to me. Gonzaga, my, my annual favorite. <laughs> the problem with betting on Gonzaga oh. is the number's always like seven, eight, nine. Okay. Their number today is 28. Is Drew Timmy coming back for the 15th year? <laughs> Drew Timmy did, did he has exhausted his eligibility. No way. What if they get Hunter Dickinson? Oh. No, Mar- listen, I-, I believe in coaches. Uh, Hurley's half-court set is why I'll bet on UConn yeah. being great. I am going to bet against Mark Few in a big game. Always. Every <laughs> game, no matter what. I don't even care who's playing. I don't even have to look. 28 feels like real value for a team who you at least you know they'll be in the Sweet 16. If the tournament occurred in November or December, I agree with you. But Mark Few in March, I'm not betting it. That's money that he's not That's fair. And finally, here's a true scratch-off for you since we really only know two players on this particular roster. NC State, 150 to 1. Woo! That's my guy, though. I love Keats. Keats is a good dude. And I tell you what, Twitter proved out uh, a couple weeks ago that Keats does know how to run an offensive set, contrary to many listeners' beliefs. Now, I, listen, I hope Keats, uh, he had a great year. Burns comes back. Burns gets in some shape. Burns plays a little defense. Burns stays out of foul trouble. You got a good deal. So DJ's back. Casey Marcel's back. I think you'll see Ernest Ross back. And then, you know, the one thing that Kevin showed last year, particularly with Levi Watkins there as his top assistant, they know the players to go look, the players to go get. And I know Dontres Styles already has an interesting list that NC State is on uh, for his potential landing spots after leaving North Carolina. So we'll, we'll see if we finally get the uh, Bones McKitty intra big four transfer. You got a moonshot on my guy, Ricky P going to New York. I was in Ma- I was in oh, Madison stop. square garden today. The last week I was there. His pictures everywhere. Oh man. Get out of here with the Johnnies. They're not coming back. Ricky P is back, but the Johnnies ain't coming back. Thank you for listening to the best of the drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with coach Pete of capital financial advisory group coach. Is it still true that a million is enough to retire on Tim? Maybe. And maybe not. The most important thing is to get a real plan that gives you income. You never outlive. We'll give that away to the next 10 people call right now. The number to call 800-691-3215. Text Tim to 600-700 if you're interested in texting. Once again, that phone number is 800-691-3215 or text Tim to 600-700 for that deal. Anthony, you follow the NBA. I follow the NBA. There's been this odd blowback on Nikola Jokic being the MVP for the third straight year. I don't know if you followed this. It was about a month ago. ESPN, Tim Bontemps from ESPN had a straw poll of actual MVP voters. And the the straw poll showed that Jokic was going to Jokic was going to win the MVP for the third straight year. To which Charles Barkley and I think some others, Kendrick Perkins, were like, the only reason that people are voting for this guy is because he's white. Okay, interesting. So 
last night, Joel Embiid, who does lead the NBA in scoring, goes berserk in a 103-101 win over the Celtics. Embiid's really, really good. He's another one of these seven-footers who, while in name play center, can handle the ball, can shoot the ball, can really score at a high level. Last night in this win over Boston, who I you know is one of the two best teams in the NBA, Embiid ends up scoring 52 points with 13 rebounds and six assists. After the game, Doc Rivers says this about what the MVP race should be. The MVP race is over. I, I'm really like tonight we had we couldn't make shots. We had guys making shots uh, with open shots. The man just scored half our points in the NBA game. Um, and I'm biased, but the MVP race is over. OK, first of all, I got zero problems with Doc Rivers stumping for his guy. OK, no problem with that uh, on the front. Right. OK. It's one game, though, <laughs> out of 82, and I feel like the straw poll voters who have since moved, even before last night's performance, have moved and beat in front of Jokic. I think they're reacting to the criticism of what Jokic has been for Denver, in part because Jokic has won the award the last two years. Yes. And he has been statistically dominant. But my question for you is, at what point did the MVP not become who is the best basketball player in the NBA? When did that change? I think the the, the, the award has always been overthought by writers. Okay. I'm just a regular guy. I used to go to MSG all the time. My dad would take me whenever I'd watch games. That's it. I never went to school for journalism, as, <laughs> as most people could tell in this room. But the best guy in the room should win the game. Hey, Doc Rivers, I like that you put the caveat on the back end for you don't have a problem with him campaigning for his guy. I right. do have a problem with him as being the worst coach in the NBA. <laughs> Easy. Done. He's horrendous. However, the why give the award to Giannis. He is playing with a, a, a group of players that are laughable if he was not, if he didn't show up. Grayson Allen is not going to carry the team. Pat Connaughton, great athlete, great pitcher, great vertical, not a great NBA player, not going to win games. Wesley Matthews, your guy, Buzz's player, your guy, the pride of Marquette at the age of 36 is not the same player. Goran Dragic, 36. The MVP is Giannis. They're in first place. They're five games ahead of the 76ers. And while this was a great one-game performance, let's talk about the MVP of the regular season. Yeah, it's important to note this is a regular season award, and people love to go post-facto and say, well, you know, like last year with Jokic, well, Denver got eliminated in the second round, so clearly he wasn't the MVP of the regular season. No, 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 no. It's a regular season award. My thought, though, is the word valuable is in there. It's in the title of the award, most valuable player. Uh Uh-huh. I like that. So, and Giannis wins the award in 19. He wins it again in 20. I think what happens is we get fatigue, right? Oh, yeah. Jordan wins the award every year. And then in 93, they decide, you know, Charles Barkley's having a really good year with Phoenix. And we like Charles Barkley because he's a good talker. (laughs) So we're going to give him an award. Give it to him. 
97, Carl Malone, you know, he he's approaching Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record. You know, we should we should really reward him and give him a career award for having a really good year in 1997. No. What about Steve Nash? Steve, Steve Nash, Nash 05. Steve Nash winning this award twice is what I'm talking about because LeBron James has been in the NBA for 20 years. Now, I'm not telling you that LeBron James is still the best player in the NBA. I think if we had asked 100 NBA players, I, how many how many of them do you think say Giannis? 85? 90? He's got to be. Are the, is the best player in the NBA. Got to be above 75. Okay. My opinion, they should do what hockey does. Have two different awards. Who do you think is the best player and then have the MVP? Those are two different things. Listen, this goes to him. I appreciate the talent that is Joel and Embiid. I really, really do. But that team can compete without him. Last night, no. Yeah. No, they couldn't have. No, he definitely won that game. But Giannis is the but, MVP. But fatigue is him. fatigue is not a reason to give it's somebody an award. It's not fair. It, well, so so because, LeBron's won this thing four times, by the way, in twenty years. How many times out of those twenty years do you think he's been the best player in the NBA? Come on, he's got to. He he should have more. He's not. Let, let's go full circle here for the younger generation. He's not as he's not Michael. Michael is Michael, right. and then LeBron is behind different players. That. They're different players. Different players, all time greats. They should get the award, and baseball writers, or not baseball, basketball writers should stop being baseball writers, where they keep overthinking this thing. Or actually change the name of this award to honor Michael Jordan. <sighs> if you're going to do that, give it to the best player. Absolutely. Like, it, just to just to finish the LeBron thought, 20 seasons, right? He's won, he won it four times, two with the Cavs, two with the Heat. When he was 21, he averaged 31-7-6. and six. He was 21 years old. <laughs> Cavaliers won 50 games. That year, Steve Nash wins the award. The Suns won 54 games. And Steve Nash, I believe, he averaged about 15, 15 points a game. It was 11 rebounds, 15 points. They, they were a great regular season team, no doubt. And, and there was value there in, in the D'Antoni offense, and I get all those things. But again, we've gotten away from who is actually the best player in the NBA, in my opinion. And I think most people who follow the league would say Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best player in the NBA. Why we want to confuse this and why we want to change what the award is, I don't know. But congratulations to Joel Embiid because now he's going to win the MVP this year, even though he's been outstanding. But has he, has he been the most valuable if your team's not even the best team? They're in third place. If you're in third place. what What is your value in third place? And and where would the Bucks be oh, without Giannis? The Bucks, the Bucks without Giannis are somewhere in the basement. They're below my New York Knicks. Yeah, put it that because, way. They're because Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton's their second best player. He's been hurt most of this season. Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart. Your choice.